edge, on the fringe. Oh, hallelujah. All right, Rick. Here we go. I'm really thirsty. All right. How's everyone doing this morning? Good. I think I'm doing fine. <laughs> we'll find out here shortly. All right, so we've been uh, doing a series called The Holy Spirit. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I just wanted to read this here for you. This is on all the pamphlets that you guys should have in your programs if you got them today. It says, The Holy Spirit, the Road to Pentecost series, highlights the person and the work of the Holy Spirit in the Bible, in the church, in you, and in the world. At Pentecost, God empowered the disciples for life and mission. Here we explore what is here we explore what is called the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the empowering of Christians to do what Jesus did. And so today we're going to really look at what it is to be empowered. Um, this, uh, in your program, you will get this. If you don't have one of these out on the board, each week that we've done, we're putting those out there. Because I really encourage you guys to go home and to do further uh, diving into this material uh, because that's where you're going to learn more. That's where when you're in your quiet place, God is going to speak to you more and you're going to have more and more questions about the Holy Spirit. And then next week, I think John is doing this one, is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to be talking about tongues. Now tongues is going to come in a little bit today. So I mean, we're going to start out weird and who knows where we're going to end up. Because I just don't know how you cover this topic without it being a little, you know, weird or a little strange or getting people outside of their comfort zones. But we find it in the scripture, and so we're going to talk about it, and it's something that God has given uh, each of us. Uh, so I want to do something just a little bit different. I'm not normally into uh, making people feel uncomfortable, and if we have some uh, newcomers here, uh, and maybe we have some people here uh, that don't have a personal relationship with Christ and they're just searching. But this is going to help me as I do this uh, talk today. And plus, it's just good for us to have a little exercise. So, if you're a believer, and I'm not going to give you the definition of what a believer is because I want to see if you believe you're a believer. And you may just be a, be, what do they call them, the beavers? People that are a believer, whatever they are, which actually, he's a believer now. You may not know that, but uh, at several concerts, he's been, you know, shaking his thing, and then he sings about Jesus. So, hey, we'll let, we'll let God sort it out. But anyways, if you're a believer, stand up. If you believe in Jesus Christ, if you've given your life to him, go ahead and stand up. Now, it looks like most people have stood up in here. All right. If you're spirit-filled, sit down. If you believe that you're spirit-filled, sit down. If you're baptized by the Holy Spirit, stand up. (laughs) John's laughing. I love it. Hey, this may have just been, you know, I went one day this week, I had some carbs, and then I came up with this. I've been (laughs) carved... I haven't had carbs really since November, so this could just be the carbs that made me come up with this. Okay, now, if you know that you're empowered by God, 
I want you to sit down. If you know that you're empowered by God, sit down. Okay, cool. Now everyone can go ahead and sit down. So, some of the things, I wanted to do that today because I think each of us need to realize that maybe within those questions, maybe some of us stood up because it's what the crowd was doing. But some of us, we need to really ask ourselves today, do we really believe, are we really spirit-filled, and are we baptized by the Holy Spirit? And I would say that there's probably some people today that um, didn't stand up when I said, are they baptized by the Holy Spirit, because they think, well, I don't speak in tongues, so I'm not baptized by the Holy Spirit. And you'll see as we go into these talks that in the vineyard, we see that there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then there's the gifts of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So you can have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but maybe you don't speak in tongues, and we believe that there's other gifts that'll give evidence to that you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then the thing that I really want to hit on today that I felt like when I was preparing for this teaching is that I want everyone to leave here today knowing that they're empowered by Jesus Christ. Because when we know that we're empowered, we can do things that we're uncomfortable with doing. And I know sometimes I, I've told you guys, this uh, ministering in this sanctuary, I don't always feel as secure as I have in arenas or other places that I spoke around the world. Because my family's here, people I know, uh, different things like that. But I get up and do it because I know that I'm empowered by him. I get up and do it too because at, one, at some point in my preparation, I just say, you know what, God? I feel like I've given it all that I can give it. And I just give it to you. I surrender it to you. And whatever you do with what you're wanting me to speak will be done, right? And that's because I can trust in that I'm empowered by him uh, to do his work. So, um, as we go along, too, I will point out that as we do these teachings, we're trying to follow the outlines that are in these pamphlets. So some of what you hear might look similar to what is in these pamphlets. And we're doing that because we really want you guys to take this and to, you know, dig into it. And so we're trying to keep it so that maybe when you read it later, you go, oh, I, I get what he was saying, or that has a deeper meaning for me when I was sitting with my Bible and praying and trying to understand. So you're going to see that we're using some of the similar uh, texts. Actually, I used all the texts that are in uh, this lesson uh, that's in the pamphlet. So Mark, Mark 1, 4 through 8 says... And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you 
with the Holy Spirit. So we can see here that John the Baptist was physically baptizing repentant Jews by fully dunking or immersing them in the water. Or you could say that they were submerged or that they were overwhelmed by God's loving presence. John pointed out that Jesus would baptize them with the Holy Spirit by sending the Holy Spirit to live inside each of them, inside each believer. Baptism with water prepares a person to receive the message of Jesus Christ. Water baptism demonstrates repentance, humanity, and a willingness to turn away from sin. It's the beginning of our spiritual journey. Now, this baptism tank is set up here today not because we have any plans to baptize anyone. We could. But the church that meets after us is actually doing a baptism today. And we got talking yesterday, and I thought, isn't that wild? We got another church that's meeting in our building, using our building. And the day that we're talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they're going to be baptizing people. So I'm like, yeah, we can set it up early because then it, it gives a nice little prop for what we're talking about. So, so water, baptism, water baptism demonstrates repentance, humility, and a willingness to turn away from our sin. It's the beginning of our spiritual journey. So when Jesus baptizes with the Holy Spirit, our whole being is being transformed or changed. When he baptizes us with the Holy Spirit, it's not partial. Anything that Jesus does, he does fully. He's not going to baptize you with the Spirit just in half or quarters. When he baptizes you, it's full. That's why they use the word submerge or dunk. Um, it's a full baptism. He baptizes us fully. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit is an experience of God in which our hearts become inseparable from God's heart. So I, I kind of was thinking of this illustration. How many of us have discovered new options on our phones or gadgets that we didn't know about? How many people, uh, one day someone walks up to them and grabs their iPhone and they swipe a certain way and do a certain thing and you didn't know that option was there? Yeah, you're seven-year-old. How many people get on their MacBook and then you realize if I go up with three fingers it'll put folders all over the place or different things, you know, or I, I get in my car and uh, I turn it on, and I didn't know that it has these sensors and those backup cameras. It's like, what is that, you know? There's just all kinds of stuff that sometimes we realize it was there all along, but we didn't realize that we had all the capabilities. So I believe that there's some of us here that you were all, when you received the, as a believer, all of you were fully baptized, but some of you because maybe you haven't been taught properly, or maybe you haven't experienced it, you just don't know that you have the full baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so today, we want to we press into that. And later on, we're going to have some prayer time. And, and for those of you that don't believe that you're fully baptized, we want to pray with you. Not that you'll be baptized, but that you will see that you're fully baptized. Because I can't ask God to do what he's already done, right? He's already fully baptized you. Uh, we're just going to pray for you that you would recognize that the full baptism took place when you repented of your sins, when you turned from uh, your evil ways. Um, 
Yeah, so many of us uh, just, yeah, we have a blah, blah, blah. The other thing that happens, too, is uh, some of, I, I know, welcome to the world of a verbal processor, okay? <laughs> I just, my blah, blah, blahs come out. Uh, the other thing is, is some of us, we just become, uh, maybe we become numb to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Maybe we once experienced it fully, but we've just kind of shut it off because we're numb to God's presence and working in our life. But again, that doesn't mean it's not there. It's there. We're just not recognizing it. We're numb to it. So we're going uh, to minister into that. Through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Jesus offers us both the forgiveness of sin and the power to live for him. The baptism of the Holy Spirit isn't just for the chosen few. It's for all that have turned to him, confessed him as Lord, and repented of our sins. So any of us that have done that, you have received the full baptism of the Holy Spirit. So today, as we briefly look at the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's my hope that we would all realize that we are fully baptized by the Holy Spirit and empowered. And that's the the big thing I want us to get. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to go forth and do His work. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to love on people. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to be better, better husbands, to be better wives. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to live in this community as Christ believers. Um, so that we can, one of the words we've been using a lot lately is we're empowered to live more missionally. And missionally can be different for each of us. Missionally can be for some of us at sports activity or at our jobs, you know, wherever it might be that we're involved with other people, uh, we can live uh, more missionally. And it's so much easier to do it when we know that we're empowered by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So why do we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Because God's power at work in us is to reach the ones he loves. He baptizes us because he wants us to have a greater love for our neighbor, a greater love for our co-workers, a greater love for our community, a greater love for all the people around us. And he has chosen us to be his messengers. And so he puts that spirit on us fully so that we can go forth with his good news. And you can read more about that in Acts 2. We're not going to take the time uh, to go through everything because, you know, again, Sunday morning, I think, is a time where we're really trying to stir up your hunger so that during the week you're going deeper on your own. We're not just trying to give you all of the answers. So look up that Acts 2 later and see what it means uh, to have God's power at work in your life. I also want to encourage everyone uh, no, I already told you about that, to look at that pamphlet. Uh, if you want, uh, if you really read through this pamphlet, it will prepare you uh, for next week's uh, teaching on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I believe John is uh, doing that one. So let's look at a few points uh, to draw this out, because I kind of want to keep this uh, a short talk today, because I really believe that if we're talking about empowerment, We've got to get into the power empowerment. We've got to be. We've got to pray for people. We need to have some ministry time uh, today and really, uh, you know, do that. So we're just kind of briefly going through some of this stuff. So we're going to look at a few more scriptures here. Um, 
just to clear it up. What is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And again, as we're going through this, be thinking about some of the things that you might want ministry for today. Like if you didn't, if you were someone that didn't sit down, that you felt empowered, maybe you need to know again that you're empowered, that you have the full baptism. And with the full baptism of the Holy Spirit, that means you are empowered. And so if you're willing, we will pray with you and ask God to allow you to experience that today. Um, So be thinking of that as we uh, go along here. Uh, Acts 1, 4 through 5 says, On one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to be immersed in the Holy Spirit? The word baptized means immersed. To be baptized in the Holy Spirit means the same. When you're baptized, and I keep saying this because I really want this to come across, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit means the same. It's complete. When we are baptized by the Holy Spirit, when we fest our sins to Him, ask Him into our life, and He baptizes us with the Holy Spirit, it is complete. So, I've got these two little balls over here. And there was all kinds of illustrations, and I'm not a great illustration guy because I'd probably mess up the illustration. Everyone would be like, what in the world was that guy doing up there anyways? But I went and got these two uh, super soaker balls, right? You can see they're not full. They squeak a little bit. Maybe your dog wants them. But what's going to happen when I fully submerge them in the water? They're going to be wet. Corey, what's your theological thought on that? They'll be filled with the water, okay? So we're going to dunk these in, and see, we're going to hold them under, because they're fully submerged. This isn't no, you know, sprinkling. We fully submerge them. Now, how many of you believe that these are actually full of water? Is there anyone out there that doubts it? Adam doubts it. Oh, I wish you were not right over the soundboard. <laughs> but see, they were full. Not quite as much as I would have wanted. Maybe you guys submerge them a little bit more. Maybe I should have tested this. But, but I, told, I told someone, I can't script stuff like this because you give me a script and I'll just mess it up. But anyways, when I was thinking of uh, these little things when I was at Target the other day, because I don't like Target. I like to shop at Target. It's a little fancier. I saw these little balls, and I thought, you know what this represents is that it really does represent the baptism of the Holy Spirit, because God says that he will fill us up, and that he's filling us up to go out and to love on people, and when we go out and love on people, that Holy Spirit that we're full of just kind of drips out onto other people. It's that anointing that we have to go forth, and then when we think that we're, you know, empty— Because the baptism, we can just keep asking for more, and we need to be hungry. And as we're hungry for more of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, He just keeps filling us up. I feel like I'm going to have to pee now. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But, uh, you know, He just keeps filling us up to go forth, right? And so we can go forth and know that as we go out, that we have the Holy Spirit in us 
to go forth and minister to people. Okay, so that was my crazy little illustration. Okay, point two. How do we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Well, we need to have a hunger. Do you want to experience the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life? I think that's a good question. How many people really want to experience the Holy Spirit in their life? I think some people don't want to experience the Holy Spirit in their life because they think it's just something crazy. They don't realize that our Father is giving us a good, good gift that is useful in the kingdom. Because sometimes in the churches around the world and in America, these gifts have been used wrong. They haven't been used well. They haven't been demonstrated well. And so we say, you know what? Those gifts are for other tribes. They're not necessarily for me or they're not necessarily uh, for my tribe. But as God's children, these gifts are for us. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is something we have to be hungry for. It's something that we need to ask for. It's something that uh, we need to want. We want to be fully empowered by the Holy Spirit. I can tell you, I've been able to speak with a lot of people. And when I'm full of the Holy Spirit, when I know that I'm empowered and I'm not doubting myself, when I'm not confused, when I'm not um, just totally empty, ministry goes so much better. When I know that, that I'm empowered, when I uh, am listening to him, and uh, even though sometimes I'm sitting there going, okay, God, okay, God, okay, God, when are you going to give me what I need? You know, it just, it just goes so much better. Being, being empowered is just the way to minister to people. And it, it happens sometimes in unique places, and it just, it's just wonderful to know that Christ is empowering us because then it also takes the pressure off of us that I know that when the Holy Spirit is working through me, that I'm not the, you know, I'm not the one that's bringing the answer. He is. I'm not the one that's solving the problem. He is. He's using me. I'm a vessel that is full of His Spirit that is going out, preach to them, share with them, to love on them, care for them, because I have a heart for them that He has given me. And so we want to know that we have the full baptism of the Holy Spirit John 7, 30, John seven thirty seven through 39 says, On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as, a, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit whom he believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not, be given, had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. There's two things that stand out to me again as we read that, is that we need to be thirsty and that we need to believe. As we believe, His Holy Spirit will come on us, and as we're thirsty for more of His Holy Spirit, just like every time I kept dunking those balls uh, back in the water and they were thirsty, they were empty, they would fill back up. As we're thirsty, God will fill us up. As we're hungry, He'll feed us. And as we um, are hungry, you know, I already said that, and as we believe and trust in him, uh, he will baptize us. So we need to lean into Jesus with an open heart, and we need to be willing to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you're not willing, God is not going to force himself on you. God is looking for people that are willing 
to receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus promises that if we ask, we shall receive. So there is no one here that will not receive the Holy Spirit unless they don't ask. Because if you ask, you get it. There's, there should be no one that should be able to say, I asked for it, but I didn't get it. Unless maybe, you know, we're asking, but you didn't have an open heart. But I don't see that too often because your hunger, good God, is going to come and uh, give that to you. We need to um, open our heart fully to the Holy Spirit. And some of the ways that we can do that is through worship. We can sing. We can allow others uh, to pray with us. And we're going to do that here real shortly. And we can allow them to ask for God to come and bless you at the baptism of the Holy Spirit if you're not a believer. And then for those of you that are believers, just to recognize that you have been baptized by the Holy Spirit, but that you want more, that you want a renewing, that you want to uh, feel that full um, baptism again. Acts uh, 14 through 17 says, What happens when I am baptized by the Holy Spirit? When the apostle in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed to the believers there that they may receive the Holy Spirit. Because of the Holy Spirit had not yet come on them, they had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. There are many ways that we can know we have been immersed in the Spirit's presence, and all of them point to the undeniable experience of God's nearness, power, and love. So we're going to look just for a second at one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And like I said, next week, we're going to talk more about that. Um, so some groups say that to receive a prayer language, when some groups say that everyone receives a prayer language, which is tongues, when the Spirit fills us. Um, in the vineyard, we believe uh, that it's a wonderful gift and that, and that it's what many people experience. But we also believe, which we'll learn more about too next week, that many that there are many ways we can know that we've been baptized in the Spirit. There could be an overflow of joy, love, worship, and a call to mission in people's lives. Uh, Jason, you have your mic? So I figured this will be a build-up for next week, but Jason is going to share a little testimony of what it was like uh, when he was baptized by the Holy Spirit. And this may... He's already fired up, people. So... <laughs> This may be spirit-filled, and go for it. Okay, so it was back in the 90s, and um, uh, John, John had given a message, you know, on the, an empowerment, baptism of the Holy Spirit. And at the very end of his message, he says, if you want to be empowered, okay, you know, by the Holy Spirit, you come up. But, you know, this is, you know, this is about you just surrendering and being willing to do that. So I know for me, I was, I was out there, and I'd, I didn't really know too much about it, but I knew that I had to get more of God. So I was pondering with myself, well, do I really want this? Because I was stepping over a little bit of a bridge and kind of did business with myself. I said, I'm going to go for it. So in faith, so I walked up and I was, you know, relatively new to the things of spirit, you know, at this time. And um, Roy Venata and Paul Hoy were praying for me. So they just said, you know, assume the charismatic position. Yes, so I did. And, uh, and they just started praying. And at a certain point, um, you know, Roy started like going, Ooh, <laughs> you know, he was sensing God's presence and, and Paul was blessing me. And, and I didn't feel anything because I, I was one of those people like, like the spirit of God's moving and stuff. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. Well, they were doing this. And all of a sudden at a certain point after they had like soaked me in prayer for a little bit, I felt like this 
electricity started going through. So I started shaking a little bit, and then I started shaking a little bit more, and then I started shaking a little bit more, and the next thing you know, and, I, and this is all involuntary, and I'm, I'm like, what is going on? Something's happening. And, of course, Roy's like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> He's going all Pentecostal and everything, and Paul Hoy's like blessing, and, you know, the next thing you know, I'm like this. I'm literally like, like shaking electrically, like, like this, like with power, like electricity surging through me. And this went on for a while. And at a certain point, I'm like, oh, wow, I think that I'm getting something here. You know, I'm like, okay, but, I, but I'm done. So I started to like, like physically lower my, lower my hands. And all of a sudden, I couldn't, okay, because it just it, it kept, it kept going. And this went on for a while. And I don't know, I think I was one of the last ones to leave the sanctuary. And I... I I went out, and I'm like, well, I guess I got something today. And I'll tell you, the only thing I know is that after that point, when I started praying for people, things started happening. People started getting healed. Um, I don't know. God just started showing up. Okay, so it really was, um, I mean, something happened. That's all I know. And I didn't speak in tongues at that point. Um, and I never had one of those experiences where people all of a sudden uncontrollably speak in tongues. So like, I think I speak in tongues, although I may get to heaven, and God will say, well, you know, you really weren't speaking in tongues, but, you know, you were trying. But anyway, anyway, Rick, that's, that's kind of what happened to me, and it was, it was a really good thing, and it kind of it just gave me confidence to go out and, and minister just in the power of Jesus, because that's really what it is. It's the power of Jesus, you know, which we get, you know, but it was like experienced. And uh, Maggie had a word um, just a m- right before she left, and uh, I'm not sure where she is, but I, I think I'm going to, I think I'll give it. And it was that uh, it says in the scriptures that the, the disciples were continually filled with the Holy Spirit. So there, there, there are multiple impartations. So some of you are thinking, well, I think I received it, so I don't need to go up. No, God wants to do fresh impartation, fresh renewal, fresh fillings of the Holy Spirit. And it's unto you going out and ministering in the power of God. Right, Rick? Mm-hmm. So, um, Mag, I just gave your word. <laughs> that, it's, it's about being continually filled. So, um, that, that's it. So, I think whenever we do ministry time. Um, yeah, we'll be there in a minute. Awesome. So, again, I think this is, a, you know, this is something that has to be experienced and it has to be caught. So, we really do uh, want to get in ministry here. And so, we wanted to just give... You know, just a brief summary of what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is. Uh, Like Jay said, again, and I've said this a few times today, it's a gift of empowering, but it's also a gift of experiencing Him, experiencing God. And do we have a hunger to want more of that? So what can we expect in a spirit, so what can we expect our spirit-filled life to look like? We can look at the Holy Spirit to anoint our words, to anoint our actions, to live out a life that gives witness to Him. As that Holy Spirit fills us, it helps us to give witness to people that he loves and that he cares for. And that could be through, that's another one we'll be probably talking about here soon is signs and wonders. When Jesus fills us with the Holy Spirit, he will send us out to pray for the sick, the hurting. That could be both mental, physical, ailments, all kinds of stuff. But he will uh, empower us to go forth. Uh, to do that ministry and what Jay was just saying there and kind of like those balls is, you know, they'll just keep soaking it up. That initial baptism has already been there, but we just keep getting soaked more to love on more, to encourage uh, more people. When we have a life, when we're spirit-filled, we'll have bigger hearts for people around us. We can trust the Holy Spirit to direct us, 
and comfort us. You know, sometimes, uh, have you ever been out in the grocery store and you're searching for an item that you can't find? Well, you're going to go to that grocery store and God's going to lead you right to that item. You know, it's going to be things like that. There's going to be things that, that we're searching for, but he, when we're full of the Holy Spirit, he's going to send us right to that person or that place. And quickly, I told you guys one time that uh, when we were in India, um, all the ministry that we were doing got shut down. And so we decided we were still going to go out and minister on the streets. Now, where we were ministering, it was possible that at that place, if they wanted to, that they could arrest us for publicly preaching the gospel there in this little town square that we decided we were going to do it. Well, I said to them, I said to someone, well, you know, we have no translator because all of our ministry got shut down, okay? We had someone that understood the language, but he couldn't translate. God sent a pastor from another city that was over 100 miles away to get on a bus, come and meet us, and translate what I spoke so that the people could understand him. And it's things like that that God will make happen for us that make no sense to us, but we just got to step out and do it. Um, and the Holy Spirit will help us to pray. So um, I, wanted, I want us to just get into some ministry time. Um, how many, uh, I don't know how I want to, um, let's have the prayer team go ahead and uh, come up. Go ahead and uh, have the people that are praying uh, today uh, come up. And uh, I think some of the things that, uh, that, you know, we need to have people prayed for is that you feel empowered. Um, maybe there's uh, someone here today that you don't have a personal relationship with Christ and you want to come up and uh, ask Christ into your life and maybe have one of these uh, prayer people explain the gospel to you again uh, quickly uh, before you do that and then pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Maybe, um, maybe you feel like you're baptized, but you know you don't feel like you have that energy uh, to go back out again. You know we want to uh, pray for that. Um, so yeah, and I think there's a lot of other stuff that God is probably speaking to you. Um, pray about and also, how many people are sitting out here uh, that feel empowered? If you feel empowered, raise your hand. Feel empowered, raise your hand. Okay. Awesome. Well, see, all the ministry, I almost didn't want to bring everyone up here to pray because you guys have everything I have. You guys have everything we have. When you're empowered by the Holy Spirit, you are ministers of Christ, and he will do the things that people need. Give you good gifts to give to people. Why don't those people that feel empowered stand up? Because there are some people that maybe today you don't feel that taking a step to come up here is hard for you, but maybe you feel okay to walk over to someone that's sitting in a seat nearby you. And so uh, I just signed you up for prayer ministry. Um, so, uh, you know, just make your way over to them. And let's just, um, we still have a little bit of time here. Uh, we're a few minutes, took a little bit longer. I'll, I'll never speak under 30 minutes, I guess, 35, 40 minutes. I tried, I gave up. But uh, yeah, so um, let's just begin uh, to minister and stick around a little bit and let's just pray and invite his presence. Let's get prayer for what, what you need prayer for. And um, if you're uh, wanting 
uh, to experience even uh, the gift of tongues, come forward and we'll pray for you that you get more of a, of a prayer language. So let's just go ahead and do that. And Jason or Maggie or John or anyone up here, if you have something to add, 